Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Simplifying the Sod. Uh, I want to apologize. We had some uh, problems with the audio this week, and the audio is divided into two parts. The first part is only about six minutes, and then we have the second part, which is the bulk of the class. So please uh, make sure you begin by listening to this class and or this part of the class and then continue with the second part of the audio. This week we read the parasha of Balak, and we also uh, enter into the three weeks. In fact, the Shabbat uh, in the year 5782 is uh, 17th of Tammuz, and we fast on Sunday. This week we read the portion of Balak. Balak, the king of Moab, summons the prophet Bil'am to curse the people of Bnei Israel. On the way, Bil'am is berated by his donkey. He sees, the donkey sees before Bil'am does, that there's an angel of Hashem blocking the way. Three times from three different vantage points, we then have Bil'am attempting to curse B'nai Israel, but each time he blesses them. And finally, for, uh, for good luck, so to say, uh, even though Balak is fuming, Bil'am prophesizes on the end of days and the coming of Mashiach. We'll leave the very end of the parasha with the incident of Baal Peor to the next week. The Gemara in Berachot suggests that our rabbis thought to include the blessings of Bil'am in our daily reading of Shema. Although some might suggest the reading, the reason for including these would be poetic beauty of the blessings, they really are beautifully said. Others might consider that this is possibly the only portion which hints openly to a post-Messianic time. Kabbalistic sources would propose that, that these uh, words, these blessings, these beautiful thoughts, should have been the words of Moshe Rabbeinu, but came out of the mouth of Bil'am, who is Moses' spiritual evil counterpart. You got that? Spiritual evil counterpart. We'll explore this from the perspective of the Mikubalim, who teach us that Bil'am is this evil counterpart. Both of their souls are rooted in Hevel. Again, more of this later. You know, when I think of this parasha, I always think of an old Star Trek. It was called Mirror, Mirror. There was a transporter malfunction, and Captain Kirk and his companions were swapped for their evil counterparts from a parallel universe. I've heard it suggested from some rabbis that each of us, in fact, has some shadow or counterpart who's alive at the same time of us, some other part of the world. It's a bit scary and something we're going to explore a little bit more this week. But before we get into the into the, the Kabbalistic parts of the Perashah, I want to take a moment to look at this portion from the side of Derush. There's such an incredible lesson which should be incorporated into each of our lives and what can truly, really, truly make a day-to-day difference in our lives. Our Rabbi, Rabbi Abitan, in a class on Bitachon, uh, once taught us that this week's portion is unique in that it lacks any witness from B'nai Israel. We were all ostensibly oblivious of the menace we faced, nor the extent of divine protection we enjoyed in those moments. None of us were present to record the events as they unfolded, and the only reason that we discovered what happened was because Hashem had Moshe include the story in the Torah. See Baba Batra, the Gemara, where we are told that Moshe wrote his book 
and the portion of Bilam. It's very interesting why it's written this way. Again, we're going to explore this as we go forward. The parasha we read this week is a lesson and a reminder for us to have faith and trust. It's emunah and bitachon in Hashem. And that Hashem is there to help and assist even when we are unaware and don't ask. It could be for this alone that the rabbis would suggest adding this, these blessings to our daily prayers. This portion of Bil'am is a way for us to remember always that not only are we not alone, but Hashem is taking care of us always. You know, I was discussing with the rabbi's son, Dr. Mayer, Rabbi Mayer Abitan. The rabbi's favorite sefer was Chovot HaLevavot, Duties of the Heart. And the favorite chapter, the favorite gate was Sha'ar HaPitachon, the gate of trust. And he would, told us to, he would tell us to review and review this again and again. This really is a tremendous lesson of this week's parasha. Many years ago, I read a book by Rabbi Aryeh Kaplan called Jewish Meditation. And I walked away really with one key idea. And that key idea I was able to incorporate into my daily Amidah. And in some way, this idea that Rabbi Kaplan expresses is relates to this parasha and this idea of bitachon and this idea of Hashem being for, there for us even when we're unaware and we can't ask. And I know that reading that book, it left me with at least four words. Four words that I have in my Amidah each day. And those four words, I have some bit of kavanah, of thought and intent. So at first I was going to paraphrase Rabbi Kaplan, and then I went and I saw if I could find the book. And when I found the book, I said it's important to quote him directly. It's really such an incredible lesson, and I really doubt there's a single person out there who would not benefit tremendously from, from this, this small lesson that he gives us on these four words. Rabbi Kaplan writes, the first paragraph in the Amidah and the Shemone Yisrael concludes with four words. They're designated to bring Hashem closer to the worshiper. 